1: Welcome to Saturday Morning Serial. It's that podcast, what does celebrate them themes of Saturday morning TV that, hot damn, we done growed up with ourselves. And uh, truer words have never been spoken. Certainly not by me, although I am Dan Grimshay, host extraordinaire, your guide here. Uh, And I'm joined today uh, by, well, you probably guess, Marky. Marky, obligatory fellow.
0: Hey, everybody.
1: Hey, yeah, that's really it. So warm. And, of course, our very special, if we're lucky, once-a-year guest, our uh, <laughs> our toy expert uh, on loan over from his own hit podcast, Open Your Toys, uh, representing OpenYourToys.com. I'll let him plug away, but Mr. Slick McFavorite. Hey, Slicko, how you been?
2: Bueno. You too?
1: <laughs> He's been bueno, y'all. You heard him. <laughs> That's the Global uh, Call it's coming
2: up. It's, it's Yeah, dude, uh, just talking to you guys, it always brings it out on me. Good <laughs> morning.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I do remember back in school, you would walk around just saying, bueno.
0: <laughs> yeah, sort of your bueno. New Mexico thing. <laughs>
1: I believe it is
3: bueno, not
1: bueno. So why why have we gathered all all here together, you might be asking yourselves? And I'm wondering why you're here listening. But let's push through that. Uh, It is 2024 is the 40th anniversary, if I'm not mistaken, of one special Mm. intellectual property.
3: Yeah. Transformers, 40th anniversary. 1984 was a huge year in pop culture.
1: But, yeah, Transformers is... But today we're talking... I mean, it it is, I I would say, at least one of perhaps three or four great toy and cartoon and entertainment franchises. But this is the only one I want to talk about. (laughs) 40 years. Uh, Now, I do eventually want to start talking about the Transformers movie. Notice yeah. I said movie singular. If we if we literally have, <laughs> have hours to kill, maybe we'll crack the. Mic. I
3: believe you not. mean Transformers the movie.
1: Transformers the movie. Yeah, well, I said that, the Transformers <laughs> movie.
3: Yeah, but I yeah, because I think of, I'm on
1: familiar movie. terms with it.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> but uh, Transformers 1984. I I was around. Hmm. But I think even at the time, I thought Go-Ber- Gobots came out first. So I'm no expert. I had the they did.
3: I had the Mexican, they did I had the Mexican knockoff Goberts. Oh yeah, uh, that was my first transforming toy. Gobertos. <laughs> it turned into a taco. <laughs> uh, all, right. all right, all right. It all right. was Flick. the taco. My mom told oh. me it was. Just kidding. Oh. I'm yeah, it's, it's
1: too bad we shattered your head. like a crispy corn shell. Uh, okay, so I think it's
2: racism. It's okay. I'm Mexican. I'm
3: allowed to say. I can
1: say that. That's true. You should probably lead with that because it's an audio medium. Um, and, j- and just to go backwards in time and add some racism, Slick McFavorite is not.
0: Yeah, but we all grew up in Mexico. Yeah, yeah, that's true.
1: And then we all got out, which is why we sound like this. But that's enough bashing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hey, let's talk about Transformers. I understand Gobots actually did come out first. What's the timeline? Set the stage. Uh, Eighty-three.
2: They hit the stores in late '83. Uh, so they beat Transformers by, like, six months, I think is what people say.
1: They, uh, they look easier to make, too, as I recall. So <laughs> I'm not surprised. Yeah. Yeah, I actually
2: – it took me a long time to own an actual Transformer. I, I got GoBots a lot until, until they started making like that or until we could find – the little ones like Bumblebee and stuff. Like
1: yeah, the, like
0: the affordable <laughs> ones
1: that would turn into match, yeah. <laughs> matchbook size. Those were the best. Oh god! Uh, I mean, to, to me way, they still, were accessible. The yeah,
2: they're still some of my favorite characters to collect because they're the ones I had as a kid. I didn't have, I didn't have an Optimus Prime. I didn't have a Soundwave. You know.
1: Yeah, those were birthdays. I mean prizes you would go to other people's birthday parties <laughs> with the hope of seeing one in a box
3: well and this is this is where having your birthday around christmas i am uh my birthday's on december twenty third and so when you're a kid with a around a Christmas birthday, you kind of get screwed in that you only kind of get one gift a year, you know my my younger brother had his birthday in uh july so he got two gifts like six months apart you know two parties you know um i only got one but one year that one gift was an optimus prime still to this day my favoriteest birthday gift of all time i still have it um i still have the i still have it i lost like the hose and the little gun on the little uh, uh the little multi wheel car uh what's his name? I'm forgetting his name. Roller. Roller, of course. Oh, and then uh um, pops out <laughs> the But I still I still have my Optimus prime. I still have both of his hands. I still got the gun. It still transforms. I got both of the stickers on the shoulder. Uh, it's relatively, you know, stiff. It's not all loose. It still holds us either.
1: And you think you or... uh you think you got the uh like a big gift like that because they were combining mm-hmm. your yeah, Christmas I. And think, birthday I, just, gift.
3: I just had a bigger Christmas budget,
1: and in, in, like as far as gifts go. Okay, so know. they recognize that at least. Yeah, it's yeah. not Like on your birthday, you opened it up, and it was a box that someone had already gone in and taken like the trailer out, and then <laughs> right. you had to wait two days for them to give you that.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I just thought that was, uh,
3: uh. But no, I, <laughs> I did. I got to basically open a Christmas gift two days earlier, um, and then yeah, you know, I, I actually. I remember being at the Walmart and and we were going through the aisles, you know, before Christmas or whatever. And I remember seeing it and it was just odd. It was those were hard to find on the shelves back then. Like I thought as soon as the Transformers hit the shelves, they were gone. I don't I literally only saw an Optimus Prime on the shelf once
1: and it was, well, he's a very hard-working robot. He's the one he, in charge. Yeah,
3: he's busy. He's, <laughs> he's, yeah. Anytime
1: and I, he hears the trouble, he's got to transform and get out of there.
3: Yeah. And It was one time that I saw it, and I was there with my mom, and I told her that's the one I want for my birthday slash Christmas. And then uh, my mom kind of – we kind of got separated. And then, she, you know, what? I, I, I guess – well. Like at the store, she got it. Like that time, at that moment,
1: she ditched you in the store as a child. Yeah, (laughs) so she uh, could. Hey, it worked out.
3: Well, yeah. Uh, And then I ended up seeing it like in the top shelf of the closet, like a couple weeks later. And I was you
1: little shit.
3: I was so happy, (laughs) and I just I knew what the box was. I just knew what it was. I was so fucking happy. My mom came through that year still. <laughs> I still owe her so much for that gift because it was it was incredible and I took such I took such good care of it. The only thing that I don't really have anymore again is the little hose, the little gun on the roller and I don't have the actual cardboard box. I don't know what happened to that, but I still have it in the styrofoam. So I still have that. But um yeah, yeah, it's it's still pretty, you know, let's it was played with. I did
1: not. Well, I, I, I asked did, for an I, Optimus Prime I, myself, but yeah. since my 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 birthday's a month after Christmas, uh, I guess that's what, that's why instead I got a uh, 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 Magnus Prime.
3: <laughs> yeah, um, I ended up oh, which with which even Optimus. then
1: I could tell was just a different painted at least as far as the truck the cab goes. It was Optimus yeah. Prime in different colors.
3: Yeah, it was like, just a white Optimus Prime. And then, like, um, either the next year or the year after that, I got Magnus Prime, and my brother got Galvatron for Christmas. So by then, you know, parents were making a little bit more money, apparently, because my brother got a Transformer too.
1: (laughs) But, yeah, that was... was So they sent him to medical school, didn't they? Oh, no.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, it was... But, like... um, the fact that you have the Transformers in eighty four, obviously the second season in eighty five, and then the movie comes out in eighty six, is that right?
2: Uh yes. How? Because was- the third the third season picks up after the movie.
1: This yeah. is this is Marvel at its at its finest. Setting up these phases so quickly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it it really I mean you talk
2: about, you know, I've attended panels with the creators, you know, the people that actually... So all these toys came from Japan, right? So they, they're they the ones that made all these transforming toys. And Hasbro just collected all of them and then tasked Marvel to write stories about them to do the comic first. And so it was their writing team that actually came up with all the profiles and names like Megatron, Optimus Prime, all this. A lot of those toys were from scattered, transforming toy lines (laughs) from Japan. So it it really was Marvel that kind of gave them the characters and, and fleshed out the world. And then when the cartoon, I'm always a cartoon guy. Like, I've read the comics and stuff like that. And lots of people love the comics more than the cartoon, but... I always come back to the cartoon. That's always my media of choice for
1: all of these, you know, 80s lines. Well, were you also reading the comics back then, or was it something you got to no, later? No, no, it's,
2: it's been since. So mm. the nostalgia factor is there for the cartoon as opposed to the comics. Maybe if I yeah. grew up with the comics, I might enjoy those more. But
1: Good. You see, listeners, he gets the the core theme of this show.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all about what we grew up with. Yeah. And, it, no, and no. but I, I just find it really, uh, it, it's kind of shocking that that whole span of Transformers in what I took out of it, right? Cause I'm, I'm a cartoon guy, toy, you know, uh, OG toy collector, not, not, not collector user <laughs> and then, uh, a player, I guess. And then. The movie and I remember the build up to the movie, I remember the trailer of the movie. I remember the impact of the movie and then but all of that is basically just three years it's just yeah it feels like a lot more of my childhood than just three
2: years Man, yeah, but exactly it's not it's just that's it wow well, and it never I mean the toys at least never stopped i mean they, yeah they went right into the '90s with garish you know, neon repaints of 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 uh, characters. There was a blue Grimlock and a and a green snarl, you know, they just they did all of these wacky uh it's called G two generation two okay um, even changing the symbols and they did all kinds of things to try to make it go on forever.
1: And it well, has then, gone
2: on forever. Yeah, you literally saying, can I don't know you that go buy their secret a, sauce. Yeah. You, know, uh, you can go buy a G one styled toy right now, brand new, that just released in the last couple months at a Target right now. So it's crazy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, are they if it's anything worth collecting.
2: Are they <laughs> gonna release the whole first generation line this year? Uh, they, well, so this year actually is, is kind of crazy is they've been working on it throughout the last like five years with the more advanced engineering. They've been working on getting most of those core characters out, uh, the start of this year, they, they call it the legacy line. They've called it lots of things, legends and legacy and that kind of thing, um, This is the first year that all these first waves have no G1 characters in them. They're all from new media, finally. So getting on to maybe Beast Wars was your thing. If you're, you know, if you're. If you're 35 right now, you're probably a Beast Wars kid or Robots in Disguise or Unicron trilogy. You know, there's all these, they just
1: kept. Well, that's your naming cartoon. properties. I think at least Beast Wars, I know, suddenly came back as like a TV show, essentially the a, a new cartoon. Do you think it? there has to be a cartoon or at the very least a comic element behind the toys to make it? Like, this is the new era.
2: I think to get kids, like, nostalgic for things, you have to have a media companionship. And that's Hasbro Hasbro's always been very diligent about that. They've always talked about if there isn't media backing up, their sales are always lower than they would be if they had a cartoon at the time, you know. They've done it with G.I. Joe. They've released them outside of cartoons, and the toy line just does badly. But now Hasbro's has finally, finally admitted that adults are their primary consumers now. They've said forever, oh, you guys don't know what you're talking about. It's still kids that buy these and all that kind of shit. And they've, they've finally said adult collectors are the majority of their consumers now.
1: I mean it's a bad, right? It was it was accurate at one point when they were saying it. Um, yeah, yeah, years and years ago, yeah. you know.
3: Is yeah. that going to allow them to re-release an original design or a, a freaking Megatron, you know, cuz every no, every time you see one, it's like he's a he like turns into a tank or something.
2: Yeah, the Megatron being a piece, uh walter p38
1: yeah. uh just has not flown uh the yeah. last time know, it's made... essentially selling a toy gun which yeah a, a, a house, very right? accurate looking gun too like it yeah like, yeah. yeah it, it was, looked it was, it was like a nice like, size. Ooh,
3: it was yeah awesome. was... it was like a one-to-one replica size yeah
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. which is the, rare in the transformer the... toy world yeah and i actually have a few questions if i can hijack this a little bit I was I've been thinking about uh some of the weird parts of uh Transformers, not the lore, but like there are a vast majority of Transformers transform into vehicles. Yeah. But there are exceptions to that rule and I was trying to in my head run them out. I'm I'm forgetting about like Dinobots or you know Insecticons, Insecticons. or some of the gimmicky little groups put them aside but you've got you know uh obviously you got soundwave you got soundwave and then he's got a uh, an autobot counterpart blaster yeah sonic yeah. blaster or just blaster
0: yeah.
1: uh and of course the the tapes that come with them Yep. Uh, and personally, I thought those were just cool as hell.
0: Oh yeah, Ravage the ones was. that
1: didn't transform into. Cars.
3: Ravage is one of the coolest toys of all time. Is Ravage that little toy? That little yeah, that little, panther. That little cougar thing. Yeah, because like, panthers were big in the '80s. Like hmm. you had them on trapper keepers and shit. You know, like it, uh, you know,
1: we, we respected power back then.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was an, it's an awesome animal and if you could transform into it it was just cool and then it, the and it but
1: up, but then, then what it what are the other the, ones uh, that aren't vehicles
0: um, uh, i'm looking i'm
1: looking uh, at the experts here i'm trying well to make, like, i mean there there's the
2: microscope there's like, yeah i mean there's all kinds of if you're just saying a mechanical thing um
1: it, well, I mean, you robot, had, You had from a robot you had to shockwave, a
2: shockwave, which was a gun. So he was the space gun. Megatron was the earth gun. Shockwave was the space gun. Galvatron
3: uh, was some kind of weird gun, and it was, he was like a tripod
2: cannon. He was that he was, was a, a cannon, yeah. But I believe he was. I believe you
3: spirit. could like. I think he was also a gun too, because I think you could like you, transform. He had two kind of transformers transformations
2: yeah i don't know if he if it was like officially in the instructions but it was pretty easy to turn him you know just put his yeah. his yeah. tripods down and it made like a like a grip, grip. you know
0: yeah
2: yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> um yeah so you had you had Soundwave and blaster as as cassette player in a boombox. um yeah, I'm trying to think. Most of them were. It was uh,
1: Persepticus you know? or whatever, the microscope Perceptor. One. Perceptor. Yeah,
2: Perceptor was the microscope. Trying to think of what other G1s. God, there's got to be tons of them.
1: But Right? I was trying to run in my head. I'm like, no, there are really a vast majority of vehicles. Which leads yeah. me to my next problem is that very few of them were size-matched. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yes. Uh, It was a little maddening as a kid. It was cool that they transformed, but once they transformed, you had a you know, a fucking Volkswagen that was an inch and a half long and a jet that was twelve inches long and like a helicopter that was somehow in between. It was In the in the
2: transformer dumb it's called mass shifting. Mass shifting.
1: That, yeah, kind of that's
2: cool. what they call it. Is uh-huh. that's how how Megatron can be as big as Starscream and then transform into a gun <laughs> his, that his Starscream's holding. Or Astrotrain is a train yeah. that is flying. By the way, the other, or what about yeah.
3: Fortress um, Fortress Maximus was a fucking oh pain. yeah
2: <laughs> yeah not it. He was an entire city that had, like, 50-story buildings and stuff, and they transformed, and he's, like, five five optimuses,
0: Paul, yeah. you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, they break a lot of physics. Uh, but but that's just, know, but- as a toy, it, they had the coolest transformations, and the robots were, you know, they were not always size-matched. There was, like, three different scales. But they're robots. They could be different sizes. Who cares? Yeah, so that was fine. For my money, I love the mask toys because they yeah. all were same ratio, same scale, and they all came with guys who could get you could use any of the others.
3: Well, that's because yeah. you actually had to fit the little figures inside of them.
0: So yeah, it
1: was
3: exactly like it was. It, it was, was kind of like
0: the like yeah, There little figures transformers
3: with uh,
1: transformers too that. God help you if you try to jam one of them into Bumblebee.
3: (laughs) Well, like, even, even like, um, some of the Transformers had little human,
1: like... Yeah, some of them were just little, like, molded tiny figurines, and some were actually, you could move a little bit, but they would never be able to sit down at a table together.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, so a lot of the designs for Transformers came from Diaclone, and Diaclone was mm. a Japanese toy line that had. Oh, I don't. I just moved offices, so I, they're normally right here. But yeah, they had little. You hear Diaclone that, everybody? Normally,
1: there. in his office, he has little Diaclones from Japan <laughs> in the '80s. We just caught him on a bad day.
2: They have magnet seats, so they go perfect on my metal metal desk here. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so some of them came with those. Um, um, I think some of the knockoff ones even kept, there were preformed little guys. Uh, like if you ever had a Starier, do you remember Stariers? They had wind-up features in their chest. They were like big mech robots.
1: When you say wind-up features, were they like a spark wheel? Like a saw
2: blade, like a saw blade in his chest that you could wind up and the saw blade would
1: work. I I think I had one who had basically a a Bic lighter without fluid in his chest. (laughs) From behind, you would stroke it, and it would just like his chest would spark and shit. Spark.
0: (laughs)
2: Uh, that might have been That might have been a, a different line Because there was a line that, that It had literally, like you said Like a, a lighter Wheel on the back And you did it yeah. and it was Literally was flints that sparked um,
1: Okay, that's, that's what I was thinking of But uh, yeah. I didn't mean a nostalgia jack
2: No, it's all good It's all good That's what we're here for Free farm funness.
1: That's right. I love that attitude. But also we should adhere to some sort of form. So in that spirit, let's take a quick <laughs> little break here, give everyone a chance to catch their breath. Uh, and when we come back, I want to talk about the movie.
0: Don't yeah. try to stop me. It is a world, it is the
1: world of the Transformers coming soon yeah. was-
0: Autobots, <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, that was uh, that, that was 1986, right? I, well no, no, that was 84. no, that would have been 84, yes. Yeah. That was 84. Uh, so I that that, that that very commercial line there is 40 years old as well. They've been explaining the basic story, even in the commercials, for 40 years.
3: Hey, Slick, do you know the lyrics of that uh, that little bit? Oh, robots I, I sky, don't know right? if
2: I could. I don't know if I could do the intro. Probably not. I'm just bad at that in general. Like... You know, there there's like my posse's on Broadway, like I can do that, but they very there's only like three songs my entire life I've ever known the whole song, you know, and then there's people that get up and do karaoke and never look at the screen. I'm like, how are you doing that? Are you really you literally memorized the song because
1: yeah, it's not me, and I know that. I believe I know a lot of songs, every word, every beat. Uh but then when they come on the radio and I try and sing along, I know now that I don't know them.
2: <laughs> well, I was always the king of the
1: misheard lyrics, man.
3: <laughs> well I actually I just I just pulled them up. So
1: robots are into guys?
3: Um, <laughs> I don't think that's what he says. Uh, so I believe that bit that we just heard is from the third and fourth verse. So that's how th- this is how it goes. Transformers more than meets the eye. Transformers robots in disguise. Strong enough to break the bravest heart. So we have to pull together so we can stay worlds apart. Is that right? To stand divided, we never
2: uh, heard those words before. Yeah, man. <laughs> that sounds like they
3: <laughs> definitely were uh, written
1: in Japan.
3: Okay, here it is. Uh, <laughs> actually, no, I think it's one, two, three, four... Okay, it's the fifth and sixth. Uh, Transformers more than meets the eye. Transformers, robots in disguise. Transformers, right, yeah. Autobots wage their battle to destroy the evil forces of the Decepticons.
1: Yeah, that that one is very clear. clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's uh, the...
3: Uh the very first verse is just Transformers. And then there's one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, it's the sixth and seventh verse of
2: the official theme song. There's a lot of verses. <laughs> Interesting. And I know the movie, they have like a very stylized version of it that probably has more of those verses. Because the intro to the cartoon, is the main place I remember it from. And that's what like... 30 seconds, so it definitely doesn't have time for seven verses. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. They
1: seem like pretty quick verses. <laughs>
0: are, are
1: you including Transformers, robots in disguise, et cetera, as a verse every time? Because I think they yeah. say it between every other line.
3: They go um, – <laughs> it seems to be um, – if you don't count the first Transformers, you know, because mm. it is <laughs> – that is listed as a and, trans- and
1: I think uh, you all know I yeah. don't.
2: <laughs> yeah, I only so really include that first Transformers.
1: <laughs> yeah, so if,
3: if you don't count the Transformers, it seems to be verse, verse, and then it goes into the chorus, which is Transformers, meat thing, you know, like so – so yeah, that that is the that is the chorus, and that shows up um, one, two, uh, shows up two times. One, two, okay, three, four, five, six, seven. and then it just and then it finishes with transformers, transformers, transform, and it and then it says more than I, transformers again.
1: Ah, so, yeah. so a classic Steinway seven uh, seven verse <laughs> uh, two chorus uh, up temple downbeat. <laughs> textbook
0: i'm just gonna read it this is funny.
3: <laughs> really you
1: probably should have started with that but yeah <laughs> do it and then we'll move right.
3: on something evil's watching over you coming from the sky above and there's nothing you can do jesus prepare to strike there'll be no place to run when you're caught within the grip of the evil unicron Transformers more than meets the. I'm
2: thinking this might be from the movie. Then
3: it is that the movie.
2: Now, 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 this makes when sense. you said "evil from the sky" or whatever. I was like, yeah, that's from the movie. And Unicron's where they introduced the, okay. or the movie is where they introduced
1: Unicron. And what a great way for us to introduce the movie! I just finished watching it right before we sat down to record. First time in at least three decades. You I think I was that, about 11 the last time I saw it.
3: Do you feel that you're strong enough to break the bravest heart so we have to pull together?
1: I would say <laughs> that this movie found itself strong enough to break my brave heart. <laughs> right, I, okay. I don't mean to come out just aggressively shitting on it, but boy, if, if I had remembered it more, if I had seen it maybe one more time throughout teenage years to sort of cement it more, but
3: I was just I, like,
1: man – I don't remember this and I don't understand what's happening here and I can't hear (laughs) this line. And
3: well, um, I bought it at Comic-Con in 2022. They had a, um, the shout factory, which is the, um, they have physical media. Yeah. They're all physical media. And um, they had a cool uh, transformers, the movie poster. You You know, so if you, if you bought it, they give you this cool little poster. And so it was a steel jacket, you know, and I never owned it ever. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to buy it now. I'm ready, you know, and it was 15 bucks. It was cheap, you know, whatever. I bought it and I watched it. So again, I watched it again in 2022. I freaking loved it, Dan. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I, like, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm not I trying to show away There's how good some... it.
1: There's there's some some good stuff going on in in a movie that feels very much like a cash grab. And I understand that it's a business. Uh and as a kid, I didn't see any of that. But I mean, there's a full-on sequence where they just reskin the toys that maybe you already own. Oh <laughs> <Well>, yeah. <laughs> and say, but, "Now you got to like, buy these."
3: But yeah, so like within the first 2 minutes your like favorite characters are already dying, just getting <laughs> up, just back. Like Megatron breaks into the ship right away and just like, ball down, ball down, ball down," and yeah, that, like, he's,
1: he's laying fools out. Yeah, in the in the in a in a moving space shuttle. Yes,
3: two years of cartoons never killed anything,
1: yeah. and
3: then in the first two minutes of this movie, he's killing five. Autobot. Oh, I'd say even before
1: say, yeah. that, the spectacle sets, and I it had its hooks in me. Literally, when yeah. you know uh, Unicron shows up, and I don't know how much of the artwork was really finished, and then they said to the animators, "Hey, you got three weeks. What we need is a planet eating another planet, and they're both <laughs> sort of robots." <laughs> but they, they that first sequence kind of pulled it off for me. I was like, that, I mean, that's it, crazy. And That would it be also, the time. I'm sorry, go ahead. Sorry.
2: No, go ahead.
1: Well, I was going to say, I was going to move on and say it also amazed me because it set up that the, out there in the universe, there were other planets with just like organic robots evolved. Like a stupid animals on Earth actually are kind of the freaks. Something that wasn't really explored much further, I think But this movie, it sort of came up and was taken for granted I love that
2: In the third season, now that they introduced the space, the galaxy of the Transformers They started introducing more races and going to more planets and shit But uh, no, what I loved about it is one of the first, not one of the first, but it was before, you know, every movie nowadays has to have some big, like, hard opening, you know, that's got to have, like, a lot of action, it's got to pull you in, and back then, that wasn't the case, movies would just start, right, yeah. and so this was, like, one of the first ones I remember just, like, out of the blue, here's a planet eating a plant, and you don't know what's going on because you don't know what the planet eating the planet is. Like you say, now you're seeing other robots that don't transform and have live on a world kind of like the Transformer, you know. So it was, it was, it grabbed me from the very beginning.
1: It is that it, opening. I, I think it sets set a, so much lore.
3: Yeah,
2: right
1: it I think visuals. it also
3: just kind of lets you know. I think like when you're watching this movie having come from the cartoon and having played with the toys what this movie's trying to tell you is we're not playing anymore like your toys <laughs> gonna are gonna fun, die
0: <laughs> <We're>, <laughs>
3: this is like bambi for your parents we're gonna kill this
1: thing like it's, it is and it's the, that spectacle is there and then it cuts right to the transformers having their own battles i mean the the pace is unrelenting which is awesome. Mm -hmm. Yet still somehow it felt stilting and like they definitely could have directed it tighter or filled in enough continuity to make you understand one scene to the next. But the general vibe was there. And that's, I remember that's what I got as a kid was, all right, these are good guys. These are bad guys. Let's keep the fight going. Yeah. Because when you're playing with the toys, you don't do a lot of, well, you do some exposition, but. You don't have introspective moments where you let fucking like, the gravity of what's happened land or, you know, other peak TV bullshit. You just play. It's kinetic.
3: Well, I think the actual biggest difference, especially coming, you guys, you know, remember Optimus Prime was my favorite toy. It, by extension, he's my favorite character. Uh, you know, the voice of Optimus Prime is still the voice of authority and. And, mm-hmm. gener- and
1: and great leadership
3: leader's callum, and leadership right? and 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 heroism, and the whole trailer is this awesome build up, and you see Megatron take a shot at. I'm, this is from my memory, but you see you you see Megatron take a shot at Optimus Prime. You, I think I think they show him getting hit, and in the trailer, if I remember correctly. The trailer ends by asking you does Prime die? Then who will lead the Autobots? And you're just like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa. Prime dies in this movie?" Well, no, you no. Does he die? It's asking you if he dies. So you're you go into the movie expecting Prime to die. And of course, spoiler alert, he gets killed.
1: Or well, expecting and to this- save him, but
3: Yeah, like, it was just a, it's it's crazy marketing that you come out and you say that, and the only way to know is you have to go to the movie, right, to see this event happen, and by the way, his fucking exit, his demise is so badass, so heroic, like, the way he goes down, he saves Hot Rod, who was in the fucking way. You know, he shouldn't <laughs> have been there. We all know.
0: It. <laughs>
3: you know, if he would have just done what he was told, Optimus Prime would still be alive. And then it sets up the rest of the movie. Ooh, I got good news this, for you. Like, it's like imposter syndrome. Um, first, um, Ultra Magnus has it. Then um, Hot Rod has it. And Starscream always has it. You know, but th- like that movie deals with like imposter syndrome throughout the whole thing. And of course, I didn't know that then. But that's some serious theme going on in this in this toy
1: cartoon movie. Uh, I mean, you're being generous, and I bet the as a script it was a lot prettier than it was sitting <laughs> through. It sounded better? The movie, and <laughs> it sounded better. Honest to God, there's wow, like amen. important actions happening, and there is no sound for them.
3: Did you watch this like on YouTube like, or something?
1: Inexcusable.
3: Because I got the steel jacket Blu-ray from Steelbook. Shoutback. I mean, Steelbook, yeah. 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 And it's, I got, I love my copy. I was completely into it.
1: Um, Uh, I mean, maybe I'd give it a listen, but uh, I remember uh, this was, this was an issue with most of the, (laughs) like, cartoons in the 80s, especially the ones that would go to movies. Uh, They just, they were made on the cheap. And I remember my dad complaining once after taking us to see, I forget which one it was, maybe the Care Bears or something. He's like, I mean, it's just, first of all, it's a dumb story, but cartoons look so bad now. I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, when I was a kid, went and saw Pinocchio. And I didn't get what he meant. And then years later, I remember watching like some some old vintage Disney, like Pinocchio and, like, and Sleeping Beauty and shit. And you're like, oh, shit. That's... Well-made animation.
2: See, the GI
1: Joe TV series.
2: No, and and that's one of the reasons why I love the movie so much is they they really did up the animation tenfold. There, there's still the old school like uh color issues, like when the when the tapes are ejecting out of Blaster, like. Blaster has a black minion and a blue minion. And when they're ejecting out, the blue one turns black for a second and the black one turns blue and then they switch colors and you know and that happened in the cartoon quite a bit, but the uh the animation is actually Much, much, much better In the movie It's cell shaded It's, you know In the cartoon It's the old, like, flat color You know, like Where you can tell Everything that's going to move You can tell the matte painting From the actual, like, character That's going to be animated And seeing the movie, to me it just did an amazing job with that. everything was so well animated like not not just the movement but um but like I say, the cell shading the the way they shadowed everything you know in the cartoon, nothing had a shadow, nothing had glare on it, nothing you know nothing had. Had sunlight on it, or bright spots, or that kind of stuff. This finally added all of the shadowing and highlights and all that kind of stuff. So, that's that's one thing that got me as a kid is it did look ten times better on
1: the movie screen compared to what I saw on TV. Well, that and it kind of also
3: had a lot there was of a
1: magic to it on the big screen. Yeah. So yeah, me watching it on a computer screen did it no favors.
3: On I know. YouTube, being interrupted <laughs> yeah. by every 5 minutes. I'm sure it's going to get in the way. Uh but sure. there were some there sure. were some big special guest voices in there. Uh Shay, I'm just curious, can you name some of the special voice the guest actors that were in there?
1: Yes. Well, uh of course, I think the one that everyone's familiar with. Uh he began his film career with uh, AFI's number 1 movie ever made, <laughs> Citizen Kane, and eventually ended his career. With Transformers, the movie, Mr. Orson Welles.
0: (laughs) That's right, he did. (laughs) Uh,
2: One day in the the studio, complaining the whole time. (laughs) Like he just sat there and said what a bunch of bullshit it was (laughs) that he was doing. Oh, that's great.
3: Well, there was actually a lot. I feel bad oh, that
2: yeah. it was his last movie. Like, what a <laughs> crappy way to go out of life <laughs> mean, one day, one day on a on a on a sound set, you know, yeah. and complete yeah, when, when they said, they
1: "All right, Mr. Wells, cap. that's all." That was his career this, but, ended um, right then.
3: Uh, Slick actually has an Orson Welles shrine right behind him. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs>
1: That's true. For the listener, apparently unplanned even. If that makes it better or worse, I don't know. It it looks like an almost (laughs) life-size Unicron hanging behind uh, (laughs) Slick McFavor's head.
2: That's awesome. Um, Casting some eerily cool shadows as well. Yeah, yeah, I think he died, if I'm not mistaken, and you can – if somebody wants to type, if I type, you're going to hear my click clacking.
1: Uh,
2: but I think he died like three days after he
1: recorded his role. That wouldn't surprise me because I know he died, he died, died in, in um, like late 1985. He died October and The movie 10, didn't come didn't. out till the next summer, so yeah. I can't imagine there being a whole lot of post-production <laughs> in this film
3: but there there are there are a lot of guest voices. I don't know how many of these that I'm about to read off um are in the cartoon itself or at least continued in the seasons that um that followed, but uh um, very,
1: few, very few. All
3: right. So, uh gar was uh, voiced by
1: Eric Idle, Monty Python. Oh, yep. Yeah. Um and from Monty Who actually incidentally got top billing in the movie.
3: Oh, uh, maybe not on
1: the poster, but yeah. you press play on the movie, he is the first credit.
3: Wow, that makes sense. Um, Clive Revel played Kickback, but he's probably in the cartoon, I'm thinking. Clive Revel, he's an old boy. Any
2: name you don't recognize most likely is the cartoon voice for that. There was Um, one
1: name in the stars section when the movie started I did not recognize. uh, And then, like... uh, I I don't know. I'm not not sure. Sure. I can't years. remember.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: the guy who isn't fucking Spock or Bonnie Python yeah. or uh, Unsolved Mysteries.
0: Yeah. Okay, who he's else? already named Micro it the ones that was... Yeah, Micro, Micro Machine, machine
1: guy. guy. Micro Machine. Oh, maybe, oh, that's probably who it was. The world's fastest talker. Yeah. That's right. Uh, what was his name? Um...
2: Well, the character's name is Blur, uh, but oh, Ron Sheeta or something like John
3: that. John Moshida? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I wasn't going to say that, but there he is. It's the, the yeah, Micro Machines okay. Fast Talker. But, um well, okay, so uh, I, I heard you name some of them, or you at least alluded to them, but yeah, uh, Leonard D-Boy voiced Galvatron. Did, did he go on to voice him in the following seasons? No. 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 Again, and that's a shame. Any name, actually, any name
2: you recognize didn't continue on into what the... What about Casey, Casey Kasem as uh, Cliff uh, Jumper? No. Nope.
3: Okay. Um, and then, uh yep, Robert Stack as Ultra Magnus, he did continue it in the in the cartoon, didn't he?
2: Not that I'm nope. aware of, maybe no. though, I mean, I
3: remember him his voice is pretty all
2: all of all of the people that they that did do the voices in the subsequent seasons were all sound alikes, like, gotcha. you know, no, nobody nobody said oh i'm going to make this my own and gave them a different voice than the movie so gotcha. it 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 could be but that was another big kind of thing at least as far as i remember as a kid is movies were always voiced by by voice actors and this was like one of the first like cartoon movies where they're like look at these big names like disney didn't you yeah. now now every cartoon movie They've just put yeah. regular fucking actors in it to have their names on the posters and
1: shit. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The Pixar thing. But uh,
3: then, I would say yeah. that. But then again, even the as biggest... a kid,
1: I mean, maybe Leonard Nimoy, if your parents oh, I don't, explained I don't, to you that he was a I, don't spa. Even,
3: I was But what kid is like,
1: you. oh, I want to see this because Orson Welles is in it. Well, <laughs>
3: yeah. let me. So like, let let I, it's a
1: great move, but I don't think it helps them.
3: Because this guy. <laughs> would probably have been the biggest name that would have been important to us. Uh, the voice of Hot Rod Rodimus Prime's Slick. Do you, do you know who who voiced them? Judd Nelson. Judd Nelson, dude.
2: Mister Breakfast. Okay, yeah. Breakfast yeah. Club himself. Yep.
3: I'll
1: give you that. I'll give you that.
3: So yeah, I mean, this, this is a legit movie. This was a theatrical release movie. It had a trailer that came on TV. I saw this in the theater. I remember seeing it, um, and yeah, Prime fucking dies. <laughs> for it's... a
1: legit movie, it had surprisingly little foley. <laughs> I'll doubt this. it. I, I
2: think you were watching a bad version. Like, I I watched the same version Mark did, which would have been the the thirtieth anniversary, the one that they yeah. remastered. They remastered what would that be? Fucking uh two thousand sixteen.
1: So Okay. I'm I I will accept perhaps the version I saw had a fucked up. Soundtrack.
2: Well one, why are you watching the movies on a
1: laptop? Like who
2: the fuck what if if you're not if you're Where not did younger you than watch twenty movies you should sir? On my sixty five inch flat screen <laughs> that has <laughs> I can cast any Internet thing to it if I I had to watch it on YouTube. I could just cast it to my TV.
1: I mean, I'm not saying that wouldn't be a a possibility, but I'm not (laughs) sure it would have done this movie any favors. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, I mean, there there was a lot going on under the hood, but a lot of the action sequences, I was thinking, like, man, they had a great vision. And then they tried to communicate it with the animators very badly, and didn't give them very much time.
3: Yeah, I don't. I just. I have no idea what you're talking about.
1: I mean, yeah, did, I, like, I, like I, you
3: watch Transformers the movie, right?
1: Well, I watched the Transformers movie.
3: <laughs> no, no, you got to watch the Transformers the movie. There's two "the"s in the on the poster.
1: No, yeah. I think there's just
2: one. I think no, it's there's a little
3: the tiny movie. "the" before the Transformers. Is there? Yeah, it's All
2: tiny. Right. Right. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna clicky clack here. Hopefully you won't hear it too <laughs> yeah. much.
3: Trans, yeah.
1: Transformers.
3: It's the Transformers, the
1: movie. <laughs> the Transformers, oh, the Oh, it is. Yeah, it is <laughs> <by> Transformers. <laughs> it's the, the, yeah. the Transformers. The official title. It is real. The Transformers, the movie. Yeah, they spent so, all their budget on an extra preposition.
3: You watch the Transformers movie, and that's why you don't like it.
1: Yeah, maybe so.
3: With
2: Megan Fox. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Can we just talk about that really quick because all right. Fast forward to what is it, uh two thousand two? When when did that movie come out?
1: I, I think it was like two thousand seven, two thousand
3: eight. Wow, okay, even later.
1: And also you're fast forwarding yeah. through like a couple reboots of the Transformers property yeah. there
3: sure yeah. sure absolutely um, they
1: were some of the early adopters of uh, computer animation on television
2: yeah oh my god
3: they that threw
1: money at mind. it and knew they were getting bad results and kept doing it god <laughs> no, it wasn't bad uh, for the time for the I time mean, it wasn't bad
2: it was that and reboot at the time which yeah. granted reboot was better than the piece wars animation <laughs> quality at least yeah, well, there was the still
1: were a distinct lawnmower man flavor to Beast Wars, <laughs> yeah. which I don't think is bad. They had to crawl, so now you know, fucking Xbox cutscenes can run, or whatever. But uh, I think uh, you mean roll
3: out. <laughs> you are right. They
1: had to slowly and clumsily roll out until <laughs> they finally got out of the Uncanny Valley. Uh, but all right, let's accept that we move through that, and then suddenly it's 2007, and Michael Michael Bay, well, Michael first Bay. Steven Spielberg was was talking about it, yeah, which I think got me triple excited.
3: Well, so and then that it turns was here, out the agent
1: um, wrote a check.
3: It was <laughs> in 2004 or something at San Diego Comic Con. They just they rented a semi truck rolled it into the exhibit hall, put a big drape on it with the Autobot logo on it, and it was like coming in 2007 or something. Like that was the promotion for the Transformers movie, and we were flipping out how cool that was. Um, if camera phones existed, you'd probably have more pictures of this, but in that year, I don't think it was a big thing. Um, I'm thinking it was 2003, 2004 is what I'm thinking around that time. And um, that movie, we were all looking forward to it, obviously, growing up with the toys, having the memories of, you know, Optimus Prime on the big screen when, you know, on the Transformers, the movie.
1: And here it is. Like we finally. Get- I am glad that we got that down, Pat. I didn't realize it was. Yeah. The Transformers, the movie. I'm still tickled. Yeah, still tickled.
2: it's it's nice. It's nice. It's like looking up something with the AP style, and knowing <laughs> that the rest of your life you will be saying it correctly.
1: Yeah. Uh, actually, I'm sorry. I couldn't help it over here, but it's technically the Transformers. <laughs> <There we go. laughs> Carry on.
3: Yes, <laughs> But so, yeah, this, you know, it finally comes out and, you know, no apologies. That first one I thought was exceptional. I really thought I still to this day, if you like if they were having an anniversary screening at the Regal Theater over here, I'd be there because that was that is a great movie. They. The effects, it looks real, like it just works, you know, and it had a great story and a great reason. It it explains why they're there. It explains that whole shifting in size that the mass shifting. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. They explain that. They they also explain why... They didn't
1: really need too much in the movies. They... Had to keep them all to scale. You have
3: to have some kind of, you know, you have to have some exposition, you know, why they're here and why they do this. Well, yeah, that,
1: but just the mass shifting, well, it didn't matter. They were all the same size cars.
3: Well, no, but even, even the fact that they're cars needs to be explained, right? Because why would an alien race transform into a earth vehicle?
1: I feel like, you know, I, I went 35 years without everyone's asking for an explanation,
3: you were just well, complaining about a movie it? that didn't reach your modern standards. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: but not once did I say, oh, and also, did you know they turned into cars? <laughs> what the hell? No, man, I can suspend well, my ex- disbelief that far.
2: They explained it in the first episode of the cartoon.
1: You're right. They,
2: they, and that they like crash a- land on Earth. They yeah. send it out because they, they, uh, they're planes, in disguise. Uh, they have yeah. to be... You know, transform into something
1: local to the planet. There, and that's why, <laughs> as a matter of fact, the the chorus "Robots in Disguise" was enough for me. Yeah. Like, okay, <laughs> I accept. It. Start the show.
3: <laughs> uh, All but right, yeah, so, fighting
1: Decepticons. They, cool.
3: They end up. That movie just it. They nailed it in that first movie. I think it does. It does kind of veer off and kind of kind of gets unruly there, you know, and. Two, three, four, five, and all that. Although the last couple of ones are really good. The Bumblebee movie, Mm -hmm. I thought, kind of the best one of all of them. But
1: um, I did enjoy the Bumblebee movie. Yeah.
2: That seems Uh, to be the consensus if you're looking for a good movie. And the consensus is the first one, lots of purists hate it. You know they hate what Michael Bay did with the designs. They hate how everything is like zoomed in when you know they never just zoom out and show two robots fighting. Yeah. It's always like you're a person standing right underneath them while they fight, and you can't see anything. Um, but yeah, I'm going to blame kind of this. Jason
3: Bourne for that.
1: <laughs> I'm that was give the him style of those that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that got a little hard to watch Made uh, action movies so much better. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: The Bumblebee movie was good. The, I mean, I liked. It. So, I'm a little bit of an apologist, but kind of what happened with me is I went in with super low expectations for the first one, was pleasantly surprised. Then for the second one, I went in with high expectations, super disappointed. Third one went in with no expectations, pleasantly surprised again. Go into the next one with high exit, you know. So I think I was doing it to myself. I think most of them are pretty crappy, besides maybe the first one. But it's also like the prequel trilogy. Like I liked it when I first watched it, and then you start listening to everybody complain and pick it apart, and you're like, ah, oh, it is kind of crappy.
0: And then now, <laughs> okay. and
2: then now, like, 25 years later, I'm like, I fucking love these. I love them so much <laughs> more than the sequel trilogy, I can tell you that much. <laughs> but I like the sequel trilogy, too. So I think, you know, especially if you're a fan of it, you know, you're not an impartial. Like, I would take Grim uh." uh Critique of the Transformers the movie uh, <laughs> instead of my own. Like I say, i I've watched I've watched nine thousand movies in my lifetime, and I would put it in my top ten. But <laughs> yeah. that's, a, that's a nostalgia thing, you know. Like I watch it two times a year. That's how much I like this movie.
0: Is, is there
3: like a certain date on the calendar you watch it?
2: No, No. what I usually do. What is Transformers Day? um, I don't think there is one. Really? Like how there's other, like there's a He-Man Day because the L.A. mayor, like they had a convention there once, and he made a He-Man Day. Um, Star Wars Day is obviously May the Fourth. You have Aliens Day, but yeah, I don't think Transformers or GI Joe have a day. I usually watch it when some cool new toy comes out that's from the movie. Like I watched it when I opened up my Unicron. Uh I opened up they just put out a brand new, like the best version of Ultra Magnus ever and he's one of my favorite characters. So I opened and played with him during the movie today. So uh, that's usually when You say today I you
1: watched watch, it today?
2: Yeah. Yeah, to get prepared for this. Oh, cool. Right on. <laughs>
3: and you didn't yeah, know it like the pre- Transformers the movie. Wow. I okay. did
2: not know that. That is funny though. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. Well, look, man, like it was uh I just I just like how, you know, when you get down to the essence of this whole kind of arc it It is the property that we grew up with and that grew up with us, right? Like, it, it, it yeah. took us through the whole thing. It was a toy. It was a comic. It was a comic toy movie. Then it became a <laughs> real movie. And it's just had all these, you know, kind of um, eras to it. And no matter what age you are, you have your own Transformers. You have your own wrestling heroes you have your favorite cast of saturday night live like you know like it's one of those kind of touchstones uh growing up in america just to have Mm. you know know, thing this one's mine and the transformers the movie is mine right and so (laughs) whenever i get to watch it like if they if they ever screen it like in the theater i'm gonna go for sure You know, and
2: oh, they uh, did it. They did it last year. I've got they've done it actually several years because I go anytime Fathom plays it. I've never I've never
3: caught it. You
2: know, like maybe I'm not on their distribution list or something.
3: But (laughs) yeah, I mean, I would totally be there. You know, I've seen like Superman the movie in the theater a couple of times because of Fathom. You know, somehow I get that message. You know, Um, I saw. I saw Die Hard
2: for Christmas in the in the theater because nice. of- I I was going to do that. Yeah, for your yeah. listeners, if you're fans of movies, fathom events, they're usually like one night, you yep. know, one showing at maybe two theaters in a huge metropolitan area. So I mean it is it, yeah, pretty specific. It. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. if you sign up on their mail, oh my god, I've I've watched Karate Kid uh, you know, I've watched all of my favorite movies, some I never even saw in the theater as a kid. So this is like the first, like Jaws. I watched Jaws at a Fathom event, and I'd never seen that in the theater. But
1: yeah. anyways, I digress.
3: No, but that's it. Yeah, it's like that's you know, if you ever get your chance to kind of Adam. get back into that area to see it on that and, you know, it's going to beat the hell out of watching it from YouTube on your
1: phone, so like, <laughs> go see it on <laughs> no, Fathom. Tell, say me, so, tell but me
0: if the sound kind of sounds of
1: like a whole to-do.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, <Well>, why not? <laughs>
0: why not enjoy
3: it? Why not celebrate these things, you know? Like, it's a it's a big deal. Uh, and it does it does kind of take you back, right? It kind of, it's like a little time warp. You get to kind of be that kid again. There's something yeah. about it.
2: And at and, least around here, they're never busy. Like, I yeah. I have never seen a Fathom event have more than, like, 30%
3: There was capacity. one person watching the Die Hard with me, you know.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> and I could hear him kind of say, you know, yippee-ki-yay, you know, like we were, you know, like, you know, like we were kind of enjoying, we kind of watched it together, even though he was way many aisles back, you know. It was just two of us in there. You <laughs> he could Aww. hear me opening up my flask, you know, like I wasn't you know, I you hear the metal clank clank clank, you know. <laughs> it was awesome.
0: <laughs> All right. Anything well, new
3: coming with Transformers now? I mean, uh what is it – like what's the next forty the,
2: the anniversary?
1: They're putting the out first
2: G one like the first. Sorry. Yeah. Well not uh uh no, actually it's like the opposite. Um so they they've done they've done a couple um like right now the big thing if you're into G1 is Walmart is getting a line of the original toys re-released in cartoon colors. So and and that's fun for nostalgia. The toys actually suck compared to today's toy. I mean you gotta <laughs> take forty years of engineering. Yeah. The the modern toys are much better. But if you want that nostalgia, the fun part is is you probably if you've been collecting toys for any amount of time, you probably already have the re releases or the vintage ones in the original colors. So now it's kind of cool that you can get a G one uh sound wave but it's not the dark blue it's the bright blue of the cartoon and that kind of stuff so for g1 that's what they're doing but that's what's really interesting in their legacy line where where they bring where they have been bringing back all the characters just with modern engineering um this beginning of this year is the first like releases where None of it is G1. It's all subsequent, like Transformers Animated. They even have uh the kitty ones, well not bot shots, but something bot um like that, they were literally play school yeah they were literally play school toys and a and a cartoon meant for for three to seven year olds they're they're making modern like fully engineered versions of those toys but none of them are g1 which is interesting um but uh speaking of which our first feature length uh, feature presentation animated transformers cartoon is coming this year uh movie cartoon movie so it 's going to be called transformers one it 's got uh i i I try to stay i 'm not one of those obsessives but I just don't pay attention yeah. to the news. That so, and
3: he he says that in a room full of transformers, by the way.
2: But yeah, so, oh. <laughs> yeah, the toys are the things that spoil yeah. things for me. Yeah,
0: yeah. But uh, <laughs> I
2: I know, uh, uh, what's it? Uh, Michael Key, not Peel, but Michael Keegan Michael Key, Key or whatever. And Michael. Yeah, yeah. Key. Keegan-
3: Michael Peel Jackson. <laughs>
2: He he's one of the voice actors in it, so um it's kinda hush hush uh uh with the storyline and all of that, but it's called it's gonna be called Transformers One. I think it's due out in September. So that'll be that'll be interesting.
1: I hadn't heard anything about that. Yeah. Because we're
3: not yeah. there, man. We're not we're not in the mud. You
1: know? <laughs> so is this uh Transformers the movie one? uh no
2: i i think i i'm actually going to look that up i'm <laughs> seeing the, yeah, the transformers I, one but i think it's just transformers <laughs> colon one transformers. you're going to
3: be looking all the time now
2: if there's a the floating oh around. yeah dude that that blows my mind it is just transformers one no colon no nothing
1: no colon nothing now
3: Here's i'm going to really blow your one. mind it's the diehard
1: I <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God.
0: laughs> yeah, I know that um, because I that saw it in Mexico
1: you. where it was called Los Diehard. <laughs>
0: <Yeah.
1: laughs> well, was easier to spot that los. Yeah,
2: yeah. All right. Before before we before we uh uh sign off here, I we definitely have to discuss the soundtrack. Uh-huh. Again, oh yes. Again, I'm a big hip hop guy, reggae, R&B. Love me some 80s though, and this is the most 80s soundtrack in, yeah. in my opinion of songs that most people have never heard, unless you know you've heard covers like on Boogie Nights and shit like that. But uh, but like this they soundtrack
1: got a again kick from a pile of rejected cuts from. Scarface and Rocky. And... <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Well, to have two, to have the touch and dare, have like two <laughs> of the most motivating, probably workout track playlisted songs <laughs> of all time in the same movie. Like Rocky, usually only gets one motivational song, but this one, yeah, two.
1: you get that middle montage. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, I'm actually reading on. I'm on uh, Wikipedia right now.
3: Stan Bush's song "The Touch" was actually originally written for Sylvester Stallone's film Cobra.
0: Oh my (laughs) God!
2: (laughs) Another one of my favorite movies. I love Cobra. Yeah, a a crime procedural with, with that's a horror movie too. I loved it.
1: All You've I never remember seen Cobra? About Cobra is that the tagline on the poster was crime is a disease he's the cure.
2: Yeah. Oh my Which god. Which is awesome. Jay, you
1: need to, you need to watch that movie right now. <laughs> oh, All right, right let now. Me, Let's let me get YouTube podcast. up on my phone.
2: <laughs> <It is, laughs> We're back it we'll is do another hour and movie, half a half on
3: Cobra. <laughs>
1: movie.
3: It is.
2: It
1: is.
3: It's it's horrible and it's awesome.
1: It's a yeah.
3: horrible, awesome movie. <laughs>
1: okay, it's, it's all like, right.
2: It's like the thrashing of crime thrillers.
0: <laughs> 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 That's a deep
2: cut for your audience. <laughs>
0: uh,
3: but yeah, and can we just talk a little bit more about the Dare to Be Stupid song? And um, oh
2: yeah, we
3: Al? Yeah, how that comes in the middle of yes. it's basically like the like midpoint of the of the movie. The Autobots are like on the run. They end up in a junkyard. All hope is lost. Junk planet. Or a junk planet. <laughs> Prime is dead. Uh Ultra Magnus is unworthy and gets his ass kicked.
2: And you they're blown this, apart.
3: Yeah. They're on this junk planet and all of a sudden, coming out of the rubble, are I don't know, what are are they do they have a name to it? They're
2: them? called junkions.
3: Junkie on the Junkeons comes
2: out (laughs) and this song
3: plays and it's fun. Like dare to be stupid, or what the now you know, and like all of a sudden the movie just completely flips and all you're full of hope and you're full of like passion and all of a sudden things start to come together, you know, the the Autobots kind of start to get a little bit more juice. They start to kind of get things rolling. And it's all because of this wicked fucking song that he just dropped in the middle of this movie. Uh, Definitely one of my favorite um, of a soundtrack, like needle drop. Dare to be stupid hits.
2: (laughs) So it's when the the so the Junkions are originally going to attack the Autobots, yes. you know they're they're going to destroy them, and uh, and then the Decepticons come in and kick the Autobots' asses, and so the they uh, they make friends with the Autobots, and it's a very yub nub kind of scene <laughs> to go along with that song. They're all, like, dancing in circles and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. And you're right. it It's like, it seems like the Autobots are done. You know, their ships are all blown up and all this kind of stuff. And that this is where they all join. Them. Yeah, yeah, they all join back up. Somehow they all find each other. They get this big army of junkions. Now they have two different ships to go attack Unicron. And, yeah. But it's weird that it's like this big celebratory thing uh, it in is, the
3: middle it of the is, movie. It is literally <laughs> yeah. a scrappy And they're, they're like little all voiced band.
1: by Eric Idle, the yeah living <laughs> comedy legend that they brought he, in and gave he, no actual funny lines to.
2: Yeah, he's guard. Well, his TV speak is fun. You know, that the is, junkie yeah, on
1: speak gimmick, TV. Yeah, yeah. but... Uh, is that where the uh, Bumblebee thing came from? I might also ask.
2: In oh, movie? interesting. That he talks through his radio. Yeah, that was yeah. something that Bay put in there. And I, I haven't ever heard the lore of why they wanted to ha- have Bumblebee not talk. And, well... They explain, like, his voice box gets shot out in, in yeah, the movie, and that's why he doesn't talk. In,
1: but In the frame of that. But, yeah, at some point, Bay was obviously very high on cocaine and said, how can I make one of the characters just literally play good catchphrases from better movies? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And he did. Uh,
3: it I, I think you guys were – um, what I – what I really liked about this too is that how kind of on the nose that whole scene is because they literally become a scrappy band of rebels, right? <laughs> like it's yeah. it's really scrap that that goes yeah. by, you know, the the evil Unicron. I love that part about it, uh, you know. And it's I don't know, call me crazy, but that's that's good writing, Dan.
1: It uh, uh, was, was Oscar-nominated that year.
3: Uh, yeah. Uh, I do have some box office numbers. It costs $1,778,559. That's the equivalent of about $4.7 million in 2022 dollars. Um, it ended up making $5.8 million. That's the equivalent of $15 million. That is a profitable movie.
0: Uh, and
3: it was the 99th highest grossing film of
1: 1986 that year. Um, um, what? $15 million is <laughs> not good. a lot. It's, it's yeah. Well, but when
2: it only costs a million, I mean, it's not a, it's not a saw that costs two million and makes eight hundred million. You know. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> but it's so still, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the whole yeah. thing, and I, that's that's what the movie was yeah, for. it, wasn't, it's it was It's out with the old and in with the new. You know, and it it worked. You know, I I <laughs> tell people I I collect. I collect all kinds of different toys, Star Wars and He-Man and G.I. Joe and stuff like that. And show questions always come into our podcast about, like, oh, if you had to quit collecting, the one thing I would literally keep is anything related to the Transformers, the movie. Like, <laughs> if the character appeared in this movie, that would be something I would keep, and I would sell the rest. That's, wow. that's how much the there.
1: There were definitely, aside from, like, a couple alien species of robots, uh, there were also, like, kind of, you know, blank background Transformers, like Autobots. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Like, did they – have they made a toy of pretty much oh, everybody who gets screen yeah, time? I mean-
2: yeah, pretty much everybody. And it and if Hasbro hasn't made an official version, there's there's tons. Well, there's a lot less nowadays. It uh, about ten years ago. I don't want to say ten, eh, even more than that. Maybe about fifteen years ago, uh, companies just started making third party Transformers. So anything Hasbro hadn't done. Um, a a company would make their own version and give it a different name and all that kind of stuff. And for some reason, the community
1: would find their way
2: to it and yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. And now there's companies out there that like people are loyalists to like everything they everything they make people buy it because they love those companies. And it's all like. IP thefted
0: designs <laughs> and all this,
2: they give it a different name and Hasbro's super litigious and for some reason they've taken steps to try to combat it, but really what it's done is it's made Hasbro step up their engineering and do better with their own designs because, you oh. know, the these third party companies introduce things like and this is kind of ridiculous, ankle tilts. So instead of your figure's feet always being flat, you can tilt their ankles. And now Hasbro does that. Every single figure, like it's in their design process, every single figure has to have an ankle tilt. And that was because third-party companies were like, Fucking! Why can't they make an ankle tilt? Will you do it on all our characters?
1: I told you the free market was a good thing. Uh, Optimus Prime <laughs> had, a, said had an ankle tilt. and capitalism all the way.
3: <laughs> Optimus Prime, just in the just in the way that you had to transform him, had an ankle tilt.
2: No, that so sorry. Uh, different, a lateral tilt, not a up and down
3: oh. tilt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, never mind then. Right. Well, then
1: it sucks now. Now, now I want to make that. Kind of... <laughs> well, now I'm going to go break it. <laughs> now, know, Optimus I'm Prime. Lateral Optimus tilt those Prime of was one of the most
2: articulated yeah. figures from back in the day. Soundwave was probably the best one. Like, uh, but that's just because all he had to do was transform into a rectangle, so yeah. it's pretty yeah. easy to make you him have Dr. lots really, of you can articulation.
1: Make yeah, and I feel like well, I know most the, of those the toys were crap. were mostly metal, but I feel like parts of sound well, well, were metal, um, too. Like well, look, yeah, uh, cover.
3: Prime like, had...
1: He was one could, of the heavier ones.
3: You could rotate Prime's fist because you used to have to insert his... his, his <laughs> yeah, because yeah, they plugged into right? the
2: headlights. You also of the had trailer.
3: elbows articulated because... I don't know. Yeah. I'm not the comfortable
1: was. with... Including yep. that, but all right. and
3: then he also had articulation on the shoulder because it you had to transform it out, so he yeah, had, you had to articulation fold of shoulder, elbow, wrists. I don't remember his fingers moving. Let me think,
1: see you spin your fist yeah. completely around 180 degrees, just like <laughs> he Optimus Prime on. could. Um,
3: he, That's he not had, the
1: articulation wrist need.
3: He had hip joints, knee joints, and his ankle, his toes at least would be able to move up and down.
2: Yeah. yeah, I don't think he had knees, if I'm remembering correctly. He but
1: crap. he might have. Now, are you talking about Optimus Prime, just the cab, or when you put him in his superstructure? He didn't
3: have a superstructure.
1: That was only that was Ultra Magnus. Up, that was, Ultra that Magnus. was only Ultra Magnus. The car carrier. His, his the car carrier would turn into. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was essentially the one a mech suit for him. Yeah, he would click into there, and then he'd have bigger arms. I thought Optimus Prime had a version where he could do that too.
2: There is, there's a Powermaster version of him that's kind of like a mech suitie, but that that came closer to like the end of the eighties.
3: And so, uh, ultra oh the, the the Ultra Magnus was just a repainted Prime.
2: And mm-hmm. then, he was but, just an all-white prime.
3: But when you put him inside of the mech suit, it had basically one point of articulation. Like, the leg didn't move.
1: I yeah, it was just his yeah. arms. the arms. The arms were already stuck at right angles, but, but the, you could. he could, like, <laughs> yeah. do, uh, like, an angry... I don't know. <laughs> if the listeners could see, they would know what I'm trying to do.
3: <laughs> I think in... Um, I think in season three of the Transformers cartoon, the original, there was a, there was a, a story arc where they brought prime back to life. Yeah. And he was all white. Am I remembering that correctly?
1: Like Gandalf? Mm.
3: Yeah.
2: And Not not that I remember. And, but
3: if I, if again, if, if, Memory serves me, and this is a 40-year-old memory, almost. It really does. They basically gave you a story arc for the White Ultra Magnus. Hmm. You know, because Magnus was never by himself. Like, he was never outside of the mech suit in the movie or in the cartoon, from my memory.
1: yeah, In the movie, he was always... Like basically wearing the mech suit, it was still the same size as, you know, what is it, a class three transformer? <laughs> uh, I don't know, but he was, it was all, he, he was eye level with uh, Optimus Prime.
2: Yeah. No, it, it was a straight repaint, and a lot of the third-party companies, and even Hasbro, whenever they make a prime, they always make a white version that you can call Ultra Magnus that doesn't have his mech suit or anything. It's just a way to repaint him, and they do it with black, too, because everybody likes black, and they call them Nemesis Prime. Yeah, prime.
1: And so every, every
2: mold they make, they'll make a black one, a white one, and then a regular Optimus Prime <laughs> colors
3: is the uh did the nemesis prime get a story arc
2: yes he is a he is a story arc in one of the subsequent um cartoons i don't know it's it's been too long since i've watched is it a chaotic
1: uh alien life form that comes down and actually becomes a living suit
2: no it's not uh the black spider-man suit or uh or what's his name uh, well, bond,
0: uh, but, Superman
2: you know, gets it yes. too. Mm. <laughs> oh, does he get? Is yeah. that what Black Superman is? Is a symbiote symbiote suit for no?
3: Um, the uh, black suit Superman is when he comes back to life because he gets his powers from the sun. He has a black suit so he can absorb more of the sun's rays.
1: Oh shit! He should have thought of that
3: so. And so he ends up getting stronger when he's wearing, uh, well, the um, in the uh, Snyderverse uh, uh, Justice League, he put him back in the black suit. You know, that's, uh, that's the reason why he puts on the black suit is because he's trying to get his, his strength back from coming back from the, you know, coming back to life.
1: Well, I look forward to the next Snyder Superman movie so we can delve deeper into that.
3: What if Snyder did a <laughs> Transformers movie? That would be pretty epic. I mean, probably
1: not at it, first.
3: It's kind of yeah.
2: I was going to say It'll that, that Rebel that Rebel Moon was. I I, I wanted to really like Rebel I was Moon. i not even gonna watch it. It's like that. really, this is the best he can do with this big cinematic universe.
1: <laughs> well, I did I hear. I mean, he's time. literally going to soon put out like the recut rated R version. Yeah, like that's all. He they went into it to make both versions at the same time, which takes oh, a lot of the of fun Rebel out of Moon? a director's cut of Rebel Moon, and then he's oh, got yeah. another rated R version of whatever the conclusion yeah. is too. Yeah, I forget uh, it. All
0: right, anyway,
2: sorry. We yeah.
0: I, I, uh, I've never yeah.
3: really, I've never really. Uh, most of Snyder's movies I don't like, but I do think he would make a good Transformers movie. 'Cause if you like he needs big budget, lots of effects and I think this is the no, of-
1: Marky, this is why he keeps getting work. Everyone falls for this. I don't know what spell he's using. But everyone's like, Yeah, no, he's not been good or profitable. That's five yet. Hours- but I'm pretty sure he'd do a good this movie.
3: <laughs> yeah, I
0: know. He still gets money. It's crazy.
3: Uh, yeah, man. Well, look. Uh, happy anniversary! If you guys have a drink, let's hold it up to Transformers.
0: Yes, okay.
1: Transformers. Forty years.
2: Yeah, we didn't. We didn't do what we're drinking. If people didn't know this is this is a key thing on my podcast.
1: That's right. What are you but, guys yeah, drinking? It's a little late, but why not? A quick round of what are you drinking? <laughs> Slick, lead us off.
2: All right. I need to. I need to turn my light up here.
1: I am oh, drinking. You didn't, uh, you didn't know what you were drinking. <laughs> well,
2: I like to read it verbatim, so I'm not uh, messing anything up. So I'm not missing any
1: when I <laughs> Get all the prepositions. <laughs>
2: uh, so this is uh, from Soulcraft Brewing, local here to me, Salida, Colorado. This is uh, green chili ale, oh, God. blonde ale brewed with Pueblo and Serrano chilies. Wow. Yeah, it's it's actually freaking amazing. It's one of my favorites. So, okay, spicy kick to it. Oh yeah, it is very green chili e. Um hey, I that's gross. Not to go on too much of a tangent, but uh I didn't even know this a town, well, a town, a city about an hour south of us, Colorado Springs, has a fucking waterburger. I had the I oh, had a waterburger wow. for the first time in like 20 years <laughs> last
0: week. Year. Oh nice. <laughs> and
2: and it's just as bad as I remember. I, I've <laughs> always been a I've always been a Blake's kid, but Yeah, Blake's for sure.
3: <laughs>
1: I I I like their uh, biscuits uh, and gravy. I, I always get that from.
2: Oh, interesting! The the yeah. Market. Once again,
1: listeners, if you're not in New Mexico as you hear this, this is useless information. But... Uh, Whataburger
2: is in Texas.
3: Okay. Yeah. Also, yeah. yes,
1: that's true. Whataburger actually.
3: <laughs> and that and will... now in Colorado. Nice. <laughs> yep. All, All
1: right. right. If you don't Sorry. have
3: an In-N-Out Burger. Oh, actually, Denver does have that now, right? Yes.
2: Yep. Yeah, we actually had In-N-Out and Whataburger. On two consecutive days. That's oh, how wow. amazing it was. Yeah. What a hillbilly travel!
3: <laughs> I did. That's I, what
2: I call vacation. <laughs>
3: I drove to Albuquerque once, and uh, I got In-N-Out Burger, and then by the time I got to New Mexico, I got to Gallup, and I had Blake's in the same nice. day. Uh,
1: the same trip. I did it. I did it. What, a, what are you guys? That must have been. Anyway, on that note, I drink am drinking drink, uh, Cutwater, local local to me out here in San Diego, but I think also nationally distributed, uh, Tiki Rum Hurricane cocktail in a can. Wow, crazy. It's, uh, it's about 13%, which is why I prefer Ooh. it over beer. Nice.
2: <laughs>
1: I would prefer that
2: over beer as well. That's no. why I drink vodka with my beer. <laughs> it, it makes also. 13% real quick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it also All right, what about you, why not? Uh,
3: I am drinking a rum and Coke, and um, the rum I'm drinking is, is from Mexico. I just don't remember the name of it. Um I go to Mexico quite a bit. That's where my dentist is. Uh that's where my veterinarian is.
2: Uh smart <laughs> man. I got a girlfriend on the yes, side down yeah. there.
3: Um but um that's where he gets uh, his
1: little blue pills. <laughs> yeah.
2: They're purple actually.
1: Um, actually in Mexico they are suppositories.
2: <laughs> or at least that's what they tell me.
3: <laughs> I'm doing this wrong. Uh, and um, uh, I don't love this rum because uh, you know there's there's a whole lot of better rum. So I'm I'm gonna I, I'm purposely forgetting the name of this rum, so I, I don't want to buy it again. But um,
1: yeah, yeah. I've, Doesn't that just line you up to buy it again, though?
3: I'll remember it if I <laughs> yeah. see it. Aren't <laughs> you
1: ignoring millions of years of evolution by doing this? <laughs> Trying to forget your problems. Yeah, you should, if anything in life, you should remember the things you hate.
0: That will keep you
1: alive longer. That's my advice to everyone out there.
2: All right. Thank you for doing What Are We Drinking? I appreciate that.
0: No,
1: I like that. You know, it it actually did occur to me after we were about 15 minutes in. I noticed you and I were both taking a sip of something at the same time. I thought, oh, his show we would have done What Are You Drinking?,
2: yeah, I wanted to know what you were drinking. Well, we still haven't
1: toast because <laughs> I don't think so. I've
2: ever seen you drink beer. Oh so yeah, I thought you had a and beer. you Still
1: haven't, everybody. So, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I forget we were mid toast. We got we're lost 12 12 oh, yeah. to yeah. Uh, transmogrifiers. May <laughs> <laughs> they always be yeah. the guys. Mm, mm, mm.
2: Yeah, and if you've never seen the the hit sequel Transmorphers, put out by. Uh, <laughs> What is what's that company that just does the sound alike movies?
1: Mm. Oh, what is the name? Miramax starts with think. <laughs> no, I, I know the one—the one that did like Atlantic Rim.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> shit
1: like that. Yeah, yeah I know.
2: Confuse people at the red box, essentially.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just get, and they probably get pirated a, a lot more often. <laughs> <laughs> it? <redididid>. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, I want to keep talking, but I have a feeling that if anyone is still listening, we should just, you know, do them a favor and put them down right here. <laughs> yeah. So what do you say, everybody? Is that about enough of this? <laughs> hey. Hey. There's more than meets the eye.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> now we know.
3: And knowing is half the battle. No, this is enough of this.